This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hi, welcome back to Betchlats. I'm Samantha. I'm Jordana. And we have a very special guest here, Liz Plank, aka at Feminist Fabulous on Instagram. I've been following her for a really long time and I'm really excited to have her here. So Oh my god. I can't believe I am here. Is this a dream? Like is I, I hope not. I'm so excited. <laughs> Podcast I'm such dream. a fan. Okay, that's amazing. I'm surprised We're I haven't mutual. had a dream where I'm on a podcast because, like, I don't know. I just feel like that would be, you know, like, I feel like I usually I would have had dreams where I'm on TV and I'm prepared and my outfit's terrible, but right. I guess the podcast doesn't Nothing really lend itself to happen. that. That's true. It's a safe space. Safe space. Safe space. I recently had a dream that I was in a very deep conversation with Leandra Medine from Man Repeller. Oh, it was. I don't even remember like the contents of it at this point, but like we were you just somewhere. know it was deep. It mm. was, it was, feels like it was deep. It was deep. Like the next morning when I woke up, I like knew. But you <laughs> <laughs> think she knew? I don't know. I was, it was so random, but that was my most recent dream. It's like a religious epiphany. Exactly. You just know. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So what should we talk about? This Milo guy. Like yeah. I keep hearing his name everywhere and now I'm finally aware of him. Like what? Let, okay, let's let's Yeah, why don't we recap like what has happened with him? Okay. So, from my knowledge, he's this like professional troll kind of mm-hmm. like on Breitbart and he honestly had heard his name ever since this these, like at Berkeley they were having riots over him speaking and then I read an article like a few days later where he said that women should not work in sciences and that they're wasting money letting women get science degrees and there should be a quota and I was like okay this guy's a douche like ignore him and then he was on my favorite show Bill Maher last week and one of Bill's guests said like I'm not coming on if he's coming on we can't give him a mouthpiece by the way or whatever and I Whatever. I watched the show. He was on it. And I was – I didn't know what he looked like. I was expecting this, like, skinhead. Yeah, yeah. But he's this, like, British gay guy. Feminine. Yeah, the pearls. It was so confusing. Yeah. That was my yeah. first exposure to him. And I was not waiting. I was not ready for that. Right. And he seems really insecure, book. too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, you're expecting this dick. Like, Aunt Coulter as a man, right? Like, with yeah. more testosterone. But it was, like – you're just you've issues, right? Oh my god! Usually, I always talk too loud, and this is the first time someone has brought the mic closer to my face. Like <laughs> oh. usually, it's like lit, like go back. Um, Can but I yeah. in my very loud voice? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was shocked, and Bill Maher must be feeling real good about himself now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, now that everything has come out, well, um, what happened I, on the show? Well, so. On the show, he said many things, I think, that were kind of offensive, like, don't hire women because they're bad. They're, like, be late. But no, he, he said gay people. Don't hire gay, gay people because they're women. late yeah. and too many, they do too many drugs. Yeah. And then he said... Was he joking? No. 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 Okay. And then he said Lena Dunham shouldn't be a leading figure in the progressive movement because she's ugly. And then proceeded to call being transgender a mental disorder and that they that were disproportionate. Yeah, that was on I the, that. Yeah, the, the, the later portion that they put online. Mm-hmm. And he said that transgender people are more likely to be involved in sex crimes, which is not true, uh, except as victims, not as perpetrators. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this guy seems like he's the anti-political correct. Yeah. Do you want to know what he – I I got this quote that I saw him say, which I think you'll really appreciate. This is what he said <laughs> regarding getting his his uh, book deal revoked. So he says, I met with top execs at Simon & Schuster earlier in the year and spent half an hour trying to shock them with lewd jokes and outrageous opinions. I thought they were going to have me escorted from the building, but instead they offered me a wheelbarrow full of money. 
Was that not our experience when we got our book deal? Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess a, a little bit, although it was more written than said because that because those ideas are like a little more caricatures than like who we try to actually be in, right. in the original Betches content. Um, but th- I mean, I think I think books that say things that are different than other books are obviously going to sell because people, even if they're shocked, kind of want to read like something contrarian or something that's like not just saying what you see every day on the news. Um, so I think that's just like a, he's the anti-political correct. Cause that's like, what's like big now or what's in now is not, is like, there's all these, I think, and that's sort of the Donald Trump movement, which is like, oh, everyone really feels these things. And I'm the only one who's going to say, I'm going to tell it like it is, even if like the things that you're selling, how they are, are like not really facts or not based on anything. It's still like just your feeling. And I think that's really the big difference between like, the tr- Trump and everything else is that he just kind of does what he feels. And like some people respect that. I mean, I don't, but like I can sort of understand the appeal of that where it's like, you're not going to care about like offending people or doing things. You're just going to like do, you know, and I think that, I mean, I, in a part, there's like a, there's a part to our, our culture, which is like the batchy culture, which how we started, which was like kind of a contrarian thing too. Like, this is how I feel about like having sex with guys or, um, or dating or binge drinking or things that are not really appropriate. And we're just kind of like going to go with how we feel, even though those things, I mean, as you get older and get more mature, you're like, yeah, like there's a reason people are offended by those things. It's because there's, that doesn't actually lead to like growth or happiness or anything good. But here's the difference. Like you guys didn't get invited to be keynote speakers at CPAC. Like, like, right. Like conservatives weren't like, oh my God, you should really, I'm so (laughs) sorry. But this is the part that's so interesting, right? Is that conservatives rally around him because he's somehow anti-PC culture Mm -hmm. and for free speech, which is like their big shining issue. But then they revoked their his speaking engagement because of like comments that he made about pedophilia right. and sort of like being like, that's totally OK. Um, and so if really they were for free speech and it was just about that, then they would have had him on anyway. So right. there are kinds of speeches that conservatives don't like. Right. And I feel like the Milo thing just – because when he said the thing about transgender people, when he said the thing about women, they still were like, cool, yeah, come and speak. Key, keynote speaker. Oh, sex with little boys. No, no, that's the that's bad speech. Right. So I, right. I really think it's there's a double standard where some kinds of like mm-hmm. free speech is not as high on the conservative like hierarchy Definitely. than other kinds. Right. It's like to be okay. So like you can say like political correctness is is terrible and we should have none of it, but then you get like no respect pretty right. much. And like there you can't even have a conversation when people can just say like if you if you completely take off like the shackles of like any social norm and people can just like say whatever they want. I mean, as much as we're forced saying kind of whatever you want, like there's a certain point at which you just can't be like a respectable person, let alone like a policymaker. Right. You definitely shouldn't be able to be a policymaker because like the, the point of like government is to protect everyone, is to protect like those minorities, is to protect people who would be like offended by these kinds of things. And if that's, I mean, like people can be politically incorrect. But if you're going to be like standing on some sort of like real platform, the whole point of government and the fact that we don't live in a jungle is that people are protected <laughs> and like it's not just mad chaos of everyone just like doing whatever the fuck right. they want. Right. And right. you guys should get an invite to CPAC. Like I'm like serious. Like, <laughs> that I, was really the point of this. But yeah. I think that you invite. guys, what's so brave and, and courageous and awesome about what you guys do is that you go against what, what is traditional and what is like, well, women don't binge drink and women don't talk about sex and good girls don't whatever and like he's him saying like women are bad at math like 
really? Like, are you unle- – like, it just doesn't – there's no purpose to it. Right. It's sort of like we have this debate sometimes about, like, what jokes are you not allowed to make? Mm. Like, so if, like, you get really upset at, like, Holocaust jokes, how can you then be okay with, like, dead baby jokes? Like, right. what if someone, like – has a baby who died like Mm. you're really offending them so it's like at what point like do jokes become like how can you be okay with some and not with others and right well that's a comedy issue i don't think he's a comedian right he's not a comedian i I think he thinks he is is. like i think he thinks like moonlights as a comedian right (laughs) so he's not pretending to be like totally serious but even even if you're saying comedy or not comedy like comedy is just speech that makes no i think it's just speech i think it's different i think comedy is supposed to like poke fun at and make light of like like very dark serious situations and people kind of appreciate that because it's like here's a intense terrible thing and like let's just like take a breather and like laugh and it's better than like crying because most comedians are just like sad clowns who are like actually have some shit going on and just need to work through it um so i think enough to know not saying that from person (laughs) i have no idea anyone who's like that but um <laughs> Nothing to do with my life. Exactly. It's so like confusing though yeah. how comedians are. You like watch them on stage, like, oh my god, you must be so fun to be around. And then you're like, oh my god, you're a pile of insecurity. Like right. you're you're there's not a, yeah. like I'm not much funnier when I'm in a really bad mood. Uh, I mean, there's yeah. nothing there's nothing funny about like a happy couple or like in funny people they say this, like there's nothing fun right. like when he gain when he like yeah. when Jonah Hill loses all that weight, he's like, There's nothing funny about like a physically fit man. Right. Right. Like, right. right. <laughs> well, I think no one yeah. needs no one needs a little like breather from like the, ter- the atrocity of being attractive and thin, right, like, right, right, right. Ugh, like I have to go think in my mind now about original things to impress people. Yeah. They can just look at me. Exactly. But, so I think the idea with comedy is like, yeah, if it's comedy, it's different than like being a political figure. I don't think you could be both. But with comedy, I think it's like you can't say this is not allowed because I'm offended by it. But right. whereas, but other things are allowed because it doesn't affect me personally. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the problem is sort of that like the lines between being like a political figure and being a comedy person and being a reality star and being in media, they're all starting to get blurred. Yes. So like yeah. if we looked mm-hmm. at this Milo guy as like the, let's admit it, he's a blogger. Like he's mm-hmm. a fucking blogger. Like he's, mm-hmm. it's just because Breitbart became this political movement, but like really he's not like, he doesn't, what does he know right. about anything? Like right. he's not an expert. Like he is literally a blogger. So if we treat him as a blogger and let him say whatever he wants, instead people are giving him credibility and treating him like he's like this important voice. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, when you when you ban right. him from yes. somewhere, you're treating him like his voice matters. Right. If you just let this like asshole come mm. and like, Right, you're giving him his 15 minutes. Yeah, you're letting him, like, act out his trauma, let him do it. And, like, anyone who's serious, like, can't actually think that this guy, I mean, then again, this is probably what people said about Donald Trump. And, like, Hitler. Like, like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I know, I I kind of agree with you. It's, like, the more, it's kind of like what they said what happened with Donald Trump is, like, the media kind of, like, fed into his insanity where instead of, instead of just kind of being, like, all right, we're just going to, like, let, instead of, like, giving him all that attention, they sort of made it. They gave him more fame. They gave him more press. He was all anyone wanted to talk about. Because it's and a profit. And so he, for him, he kept going because he's like, okay, this is right. working. Like, right. I'm getting what right. I need out of it. But also, so, it's success- it's a, it's accessible. You mean, with his Twitter right. account. And, like, Milo, yeah. Milo got his Twitter account revoked. But, like, he has the internet. Like, he can just diffuse right. information to all his little minglings. And, like, ni- I'm sure 90% of the people, I mean, I'm not sure, but a lot of the people who follow him are, like, a really unattractive 14 year old girl, like boys who like right. aren't getting any sex and like just are so frustrated um, but then it's like oh his he's a leader of a move like what's the movement the like movement. Right. these yeah, yeah I mean it's it's like you sort of 
the media, the problem with like the media, like building up Trump and now building up this guy and who knows who they'll make next is that like the media runs on a profit motive. Like we all work in media and we know that like you want to promote the thing that gets the right. most views, the yeah. most eyeballs, the most clicks for your advertisers. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when I remember like in like two summers ago when like Donald Trump was like really first, like he was like in the primaries and he was like really just like fucking with everyone. He was like, they would constantly cover him. They never covered anything that like Marco Rubio said because yeah. like he's boring right. to change the channel. Right. So it, when you have like a media, if, if the media, like if there's anything wrong with the media and like the lack of like freedom of their whatever, it's the fact that they're pretty much like run by sponsors. Because mm. if they weren't, they wouldn't need to cater to like the most amazing right. ratings. Right. right. But also people were watching Donald Trump though. This is my thing. Because yeah. I was a reporter. I mean, I wasn't like deciding what cable news was yeah. covering. But at one point, like I, I remember talking to my editor and I was like, okay, so I'm going to write this piece about how like Donald Trump's actually like, not a politician. And he was like, he is a politician. Like he's the front runner, Liz. And like, yeah. like he was like, you can't deny what like his right. following. Yeah. And so yes, like the and, and I think it's like an incestuous like relationship of like the media gets a lot out of it, Trump gets a lot out of it, and they need each other and they can't work without each other. But I also think like when we are, when we blame the media, like we forget that it's like the people who are consuming the media. Like right. it's us. Right. Like why like, I change the channel yeah. when Marco Rubio's on? Exactly. I keep it on when Trump is exactly. on. Exactly. Well, the thing is, exactly. like we should be changing the channel from the news all the time the news should be boring because mm. it should be really like run serious run serious and run yes. really normal like that's that should really be the 2020 point. campaign politics should be boring make, yeah. make politics boring, boring again, again. I oh love that, that should be the new slogan for yeah. the sup although I don't think that's that like, I don't really readers. think that's, uh, that's that enticing <laughs> yeah. um, anyway I think we've got to do some some dear batches because oh, we've yeah. got to Talk. Move on from that, but um, let's so here. excited let's give it a shot so we're all talking about Rachel and the Bachelor did you guys hear she's black I really that's, that's the word on the street. What? <laughs> I had no idea. I know. Is Nick did, white? <laughs> did Nick realize she's black? Oh Nick doesn't gosh. see color. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Let's read a dear batch or two. Okay. Dear batches. I just have a lot of feelings. You first. Dear bet dear batches. First off, love the podcast. Wish there was a new one every day because it's so hilarious. Thanks. I'll try and keep this short and sweet. I graduated from college a little over a year ago, and I'm currently working a job in my hometown, and I'm super bored and ready to move on and end up in the world. I've been applying to jobs all over my state, but recently decided to apply to New York. I'm from California. I heard back from a few places in New York that want me to come out for an interview, but no dates or times have been set yet. I would like your advice on if they request an interview date that's in the middle of the week and want, to, and want me to fly out. How do I go about asking for time off to do that? Here's the kicker. I'm a, a contractor, so it's not like I can request vacation days or sick days. The company is literally me and two other people. It's a small startup. I don't think I should tell them that I'm looking for a new job or ask for time to go interview places in case things don't work out. But I don't know if I should be, like, fake sick because I don't want to get caught. Thank you for your help. Trying to slay a bitch. I hope that she didn't, like, already, like, reject the interview and we took too long to give her a response. I feel like she should just say taking a personal day. That's exact. I did that. Can yeah. you do that without saying that. without you, saying why? Oh, it makes it even better because then people are like, "Oh my god, what's going what on?" What happened? They're like, I'm yeah. "If you need anything, let me know." And you're like, "Oh god, yeah. no, I don't need anything. <laughs> I just need a new job." Just no, don't. Instagram they won't. From New no. York. Someone says a personal day. You don't, don't ask because then you're like, "Oh god, I'm this person is going through a private thing." Right. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't say I'm going on another interview. I feel like no. that's definitely not. And no. don't Instagram from being in New York. Yes. <laughs> don't Snapchat from the plane and yeah. just say, "I I, I need. A, I'm, I'm taking a personal day." Yeah. And if it happens, you have to 
to take all these interviews and you're going to start being like inventive. But if it's just one interview, just like personal life. Yeah. yeah. And also like it's your career. So like yes. you want, it's worth, it's worth just like doing it once and like taking the plunge and like hopefully you got the job and you yeah. move on and up in the world like right. you say you want to. Yes. I think that like we always try to be too nice at work, like women. I, I'm serious. Like I was like, oh, I don't want to feel bad. Like if they had a, someone they wanted to replace you with, they would replace you with them. Like it's a right. contractual yeah. relationship. We talk about this a lot too because we basically started this campaign with one of our partners, Soap and Glory, called mm-hmm. Slay Your Pay. And it's basically mm-hmm. around like raising awareness for the wage gap and telling essentially girls to ask for raises and – Really just, like, informing you that you need to ask. Like, even our employees are, like, they don't necessarily know that they need to ask. Right. I think a lot of people or a lot of girls or a lot of people in general just kind of assume that, like, eventually it'll just be offered a raise and there's no reason to ask. But that's not not the case. No one – it will just give you money. No one. No. Unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Take what's yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That was a fallen hashtag. Okay. I'll read this one. Dear Betches, over a year ago, I was hooking up with a guy I met out at a bar. Ew, I know. It was just fun. Just sex. Nothing more. I mean, you mean a guy at a bar? Okay, fine. He ended up getting a little nuts, and by nuts, I mean getting drunk and telling me to go over me to go over and when I wouldn't comply he would call text leave voice messages that were incredibly demeaning racist classist oh and just all over terrible I wonder what a classist text is like you're poor you're poor, <laughs> you're poor. <laughs> yeah. you could be my indentured servant if this was the 1700s poor bitch yeah. what else are you doing <laughs> cleaning houses okay sorry we should... whatever go on for example, he'd tell me to go over and fuck him, and when I didn't want to, he would say things like, good, I didn't want you to come over anyways, fat bitch. I'm a size four, so, like, no. That yeah. makes it okay, I guess. And then I'm a sad, poor Mexican girl. That's fucked up. What the fuck? My dad owns a very successful business where I live, and I have my own sort of successful career, so also, no, not sad, usually, or poor. After the first time he flew off the handle, I told him to fuck off and never talk to me again. He continued to harass me, and I blocked his number. He started hooking up with a girl that I casually know, and she mentioned me in passing and what I was doing and that I was dating someone. He went ballistic and started harassing me from another number, saying things like, "How this, how is this dick? How his dick is better, so I should want his," and that he thinks I'm shit, so he doesn't want me anyways. Clearly, I'm not so <laughs> shitty because he wouldn't stop blowing up my phone. He threatens to post all our texts on Facebook, and I told him to go ahead because all it would do is show how awful he is, and that I might do the same. And I never, and I never heard anything again. My problem is this: oh, I no longer am seeing someone and got on a dating app. I was like two to three days in and saw his profile on there. I instantly deactivated the account and deleted the app. I downloaded another app and tried that one. Of course, I saw him on there too. No, I deleted that app too because <laughs> I am scared that he will remember that. I exist and start harassing me again. I'm also afraid that he's on every single fucking dating site and I don't know what to do. I feel like my dating options outside of apps is limited, but I don't want to risk dealing with this legit psycho. Hopefully you can give me advice on what to do and how to handle this. Wow. Tragic. That's crazy. Can't you you take someone off? Block. Block them on on your dating profile? I think you can just say no. I don't know if you can block. Maybe you who can has contact it. the apps. Like, what's she going to get off every single app because of this guy? Can't you just, like, swipe left? Yeah, but the, she might still come up for him. Oh, so she doesn't want to 
She doesn't want him to see her. Wow, that's like a big problem. The dating apps don't. That's like a created by men problem. Have you ever seen anyone on a dating app? I bet you Bumble lets you. Have you ever seen anyone on a dating app where like you've you've like kind of dated them before and you like don't really want them to see you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, coworkers. Like I've had like you're like no. Yeah, I always look at their profile though just to see what's on there. There (laughs) should be a thing. There should be a thing where like never do let that that blocks you from doing that. I don't want this person to see my profile. I think there has to be some sort of block is. user option. We should Maybe you can to email Bumble. the company. Bumble should like yeah. be I don't heading think, that. I think you I have to like first like connect and then you can block. There's no pre-blocking. What? Maybe they maybe, most of these apps. Okay, maybe she should email them and ask and honestly like I, in the middle of the letter of reading this, I was thinking like restraining order. Mm. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's serious. Let's, that's bad. Let's just discuss this type of guy or like yeah. even Good this idea. type of person. Yes. I feel like the kind of person who just like deals with rejection by like immediate like like aggressive mm-hmm. insults are just like the least secure people yeah. of all time. Yeah. Just, it's awful. Do you know any of those? Um yeah, I mean, I think, like, maybe not in this extremity, but, like, there's definitely people, there's, like, people, even if you watch The Bachelor, like, if you watch The Bachelor, like, there's people who get sent home and they just start, like, freaking out at the girl mm-hmm. and, like, saying that she sucks anyway right. and that, like, start insulting her and, like, saying crazy shit. And then there's the people who are, like, okay, like, wish you the best. Have, like, a good one. Okay. Right. And, right. And so you have, like, normal people and then people who clearly, like, are extremely insecure. So, like, anything someone's this guy is saying to her is because he's, like, seriously insecure. Exactly. And, like... He's like crazy, but the crazy—he's like crazy in the sense that he's like really sad and insecure, and he feels like the only way to make himself feel better is to bring the girl down. Right, right. I, mean, I feel is... like that's so frequent, like with guys. They'll be like, I mean, just like have sex with me. No, just kidding. I don't want to have sex with you. Like that right. kind of text. I feel. I mean, not a text, but like interaction is like very frequent. Right. It's like if the girl rejects them, yes. they have to reject her like ten times right. more. Exactly. But it's like you already didn't. Yeah. Rejection. Yeah. Like, I right. think like there guys have a lot of trouble with rejection and unfortunately like when women are rejected and I, I'm making everything about gender because that's like <laughs> my that's my that's what I do. It's like I pay the bills. But um <laughs> like women when we talk to like when I've been rejected, I feel like I can talk about it. Like I, I can just like go and cry in my in my sweatpants and eat ice cream with my girlfriends and be like, Oh my god, I feel like shit. You're and so healthy. Guys yeah, no. I mean kinda of, like guys <laughs> right? don't do that though. Like no. they don't they're like they talk about it maybe with one person and it's usually a girl. Like and they right. feel shame and it's like, yeah, being rejected rejected sucks and maybe if you like uh, accepted that you're feeling like shit you wouldn't like then have to insult other people or the my therapist would agree you. with you i think that's a great point i think that's something that i mean like we obviously talk a lot about like feminist issues and women's issues and things like that but i do think that in our culture it's like very frowned upon for a man to even like if you, can, you can't imagine like a man texting his friend and being like i'm like in a lot of pain exactly. right now exactly i no, like this totally. girl bro- broke up with me and there's really like it's i think for a lot of men they really like they would love to do that. They would like really totally. appreciate an outlet to do that, but it's so frowned upon by society that they feel like they have to like either like act aggressive or like be be silent or like mm-hmm. it's it's sad or lame to to share their feelings. And I think in addition to all this like women's empowerment, it'd be great if like that came along with like guys. It's okay to like be sad or like 
you know, right. ask for help or like talk. Be even like, I just don't know yeah. any guys who like talk to their friends yep. about. And I know like uh, I know a lot of guys, and I don't know any of them who like are really like having these like in depth like emotional conversations with other men. You're right; they like usually go yeah. to gr- they go to like a girlfriend if they have one, or like mm-hmm. their sister or something mm-hmm. like that. And wouldn't it be great if they yeah. could talk to each other? Wouldn't everyone sort of like get along better if totally. ever if the men could also express themselves normally? Totally right. I mean, I feel like a lot of gender issues, like whether it's like career issues or what like or whether it's like relationship just the way people relate to each other I feel like so much of it is really more about like the emotional state of like the men and the women like I was reading this thing that was saying how like for a woman like the biggest career decision she can make is like who she marries because if like that's how you really get like equality is when like men aren't just being the man and women are trying to be like the men it's when like women can be who they are and men are in support supportive. of that right, right. but men, the men so who are supportive like, of that are probably ones who also feel like they can be who they are like it's not just right. women who have these like right. feminine needs and also right. masculine right. needs like right. men also have these yeah. feminine needs that i don't think we're even like as a society talking about. at yet yeah. right where we're right. talking about them like yeah like they should encourage us to do to do well and they should encourage our like quote-unquote masculine um like ambitions but we should support their you know their their need to like connect yeah right like we were talking about a few weeks ago with it's like the guys who think that it's always the guys who are like in the most privileged position who think that like they're that they're underprivileged essentially like Mm. those are the people who are like leading like the men's movement it's like these guys who like think that they're who who are like defensive of their position Mm. in society Mm. and that's why they're like they're unwilling to like give right. in anything to because that. I think they yeah. think that women are advancing and men aren't advancing because there's no like pull to mm. get to get them on their on like women are like supposed they're like we want to like get rid of the pay the pay the wage gap and all that stuff but there's no there's nothing for men to you know there's no there's no way for men to get better so like right. maybe we should inc- increase that but maybe the whole thing is that like what people look at as advancement like isn't necessarily like what it has to be so like people look at like success or whatever as like this very clearly defined thing where you're just like the most wealthy or you have the biggest like the most status but like i feel like that gets a lot of people wanting those things and like heavily pursuing them when they don't even necessarily like maybe that's not actually what they feel would bring them fulfillment maybe like they would feel fulfilled like running a yoga retreat for the rest of their life Mm. and like maybe they've just sort of been like repressed right like some guy who like that's really what he wants to do but he's been like repressed from doing that because like that's not what people told him he had to be like Mm -hmm. so people were given more space in general men and women to be in touch with like themselves i think that's the idea is like just general person advancement as opposed to like even like a war of the sexes it's freedom yeah it is freedom to be who you want to be yeah and say what you want to say wouldn't that be great yeah that would be awesome should we play some game yeah let's play some games okay so we know you watched The Bachelor, so we have we have a shoot fuck Mary. It's oh, um perfect. it's Paul Ryan, John McCain, and Chad from The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to be hard. Shoot shoot fuck Mary. Um white, right? Yeah. Okay. It's really hard. Right? Okay. I'd probably marry um 
I'd marry John, John McCain. McCain. Yeah, because yeah. then he only he's been a, like great lately. He's been great lately. He only has a few years left. Then I just like can yeah. be able to chill. He seems like a yeah. good guy. He was like down. a prisoner of war. war. I'm sure, he has like a high stories. tolerance for your bullshit. Yes. Yeah, like yes. <laughs> this can't yes. possibly be worse than when you were in the cage in whatever country right. Vietnam right. tortured. And he's yeah. funny. Like he had you guys see that photo bomb? There was a CNN reporter and he went and did a photo bomb with like a, oh, a no. rock and roll signal. Really? That is symbol. so yeah. whimsical. John, he's so fun. We're gonna marry John McCain. Yeah. yeah, I guess fuck Paul Ryan. Of course. Yeah, he is hot. Really? I was thinking we'd kill him. And yeah, marry I think Chad. Yeah, and have sex with Chad. Chad right. is so gross. Yeah, I mean he's like repulsive to me. Paul Ryan like works outwardly though. He's yeah, but he works Paul out Ryan's like very good looking. He's just like a little bit impish, and Do I disagree with his economic in... policies. Yeah, <laughs> I also think Paul Ryan in bed would not be very no, exciting. I don't think Chad yeah. has economic policies. So Chad is so gross to me. Like, there's something about his yeah. beard. It's so like roidy. Like, I literally could not touch <laughs> Chad. Like, really? Yeah, you're killing Ew. Chad. Yeah. You, would you have sex with John McCain more than with Chad? Chad? <sighs> Maybe a young John McCain. No, it has to be. It has yeah. to be a current John McCain. Guys, you guys ever see young That's Joe really Biden? Cool. Young Joe oh, Biden such a is cutie. lit. Yeah, Ugh, I love Joe Biden. Oh my god! If he's he was cute. in this thing, he'd be I easy. would. Yeah. That's why he's not in the yeah. thing. Yeah, right. I love Joe Biden. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's fair. Okay, so uh, a couple would you rather's? Would you rather every breakup you have be nationally televised? Or every inappropriate comment you've made be nationally televised. These are so hard. Oh my! Thank god. you. You did a really good job, job today. <laughs> oh my god! Probably the breakup. Because like, then at least it's like helpful for other people. Hopefully, like it has like a redeeming. Like you can yeah, do it. It's so much more vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. But then like all yeah. your shit is out there, and then you can never get a job. I mean, every inappropriate yeah. comment. Yeah. You seem really secure. I feel like your breakups would be fine on TV. Just be like no. two healthy people. No. Like, agreeing Girl, to no. end there. Yeah, we can we can read healthy communicators. Like I don't know if you know this, but I'm an unlicensed, unregistered therapist. Are you kidding? That's, yeah. That means oh nothing. My God. Yeah. Oh, I love. <laughs> I was about to give you all She's my like, money. She's like, no, I'm not kidding because it's not an accomplishment. Yeah, um, yeah no, that's, she just gives advice to her friends. That's not oh, like a thing. Amazing. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, is it, is it really good? good? You're good. I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to myself, not Exactly. Really I think that's the rule. If you're really, you make bad choices, you're really good at telling other people what they should do. So you're yeah. going with the breakup. I think so. And you're going with the inappropriate comment? Ugh, which you sort I, of already, which you sort of already have. I genuinely don't know. I, ugh. Maybe inappropriate comment because I'd have to be less vulnerable. I feel like the inappropriate comment thing, just because like for in like the comedy arena, like it's yeah. sort of more acceptable. Do I say I don't feel like I say anything that's that that I'd be that embarrassed of? But like maybe I yeah. wouldn't want everyone to hear it. But like but that's the point because everyone would have to hear it. Maybe I wouldn't <laughs> want it, but but I don't feel like I so say things like, that are so beyond local, yeah. town local. hall, whatever. Like C-span like, yeah. only. I I don't feel like any of my opinions are like that crazy. That's but don't debatable. you sometimes think things and you're like, I can't believe I thought that. Yeah, and then sometimes you accidentally yeah. say that. And well, if it was it. if it was breakup versus your thoughts, I would say breakup. Right. Okay. Right. Let's yeah. do um, let's do one bad. more. Wrap it up. Um, would you rather live in the age of arranged marriages um, <laughs> or an age where the only way you could ever meet someone was on Tinder? I would say alone. You have I to don't... you have to choose. You have to live in the age. So it's basically oh, right now. It's now. Uh, it's now. But it's like it's not it's like now. Yeah. It's now. But like. There's, it's just Tinder. You can't go to a bar. So it's and like meet that anyone. episode of Black Mirror where they were just like yeah. scrolling each other. Right. 
essentially. Tender. I mean, child bride. No, thank you. Well, you don't have to. No one's oh, arranged. Said anything about okay, being a child. you're right. I mixed up the two. <laughs> you're arranged at 20. Your parents decide that when you're 27, you're going to find No, out. I wouldn't even. No, no. <laughs> I, if, if I was stuck with the person I like, con, like consciously decided to be with when I was 27 and I had to be married them, mm-hmm. I, you that decide? would be so bad. So, right. like, if someone else had to decide for me, that would be even worse. So, no, tender. I think it would depend on my parents. If I thought right. they had like who's a good, arranging right? marriage. like who's arranging my, the, my marriage? My real parents probably Tinder. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, like who? If my, if my parents are like the king and queen of England, then like right. maybe them. I, I could know. go with that, right? Because right. okay, I think you could almost also like arrange marriage. Like, is it just like okay? I think there's a difference because with Tinder, is it you? Have you to get to marry, pick, the, but you have to pick among this pool. Right, but okay, think about the arranged marriage. Like you you meet the person and it's like done. With Tinder, you get to keep picking. So yeah. obviously you would prefer Tinder because you're choosing. Right. It's what just if the it's only like, way you can meet someone is, is be what if, can you like, use Bumble? No, it's just, just Tinder. It's just okay, but what Tinder. if it's okay, what if it's but if everyone from Bumble is on Tinder, then Tinder will be better. I guess if everyone is on right. but no, it's just you. It's the, not everyone. It's you're the oh, only person the rule oh, applies to. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's tough. Wait, but okay. What if what if we change it to make it that it's like arranged and then you have to marry them or Tinder and you have to do the first person that you like match with and talk to? Arranged. Oh There's a lot more arranged. thought that goes into right, that. Right, exactly. Yeah. But that's almost better than your parents. The is Tinder, it though? The first person. It's, really you good. match with someone on Tinder, you agree to meet and like you instead of agreeing to, to meet, meet, you agree to marry. marry. Yeah, you meet <laughs> them at the, at the altar. Meet them at oh the Taco Bell in Las Vegas. Oh, there's too many choices. I like might go oh. for the arranged Arrange, really? Yeah, yeah. again. There's too many choices. If I had someone I trusted arranging it, right, right. Patty Singer, millionaire matchmaker. <laughs> Honestly, maybe she's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, I was matchmaked and worked. Really? Yeah. Oh, recently. Really? Yeah. In IRL, not even. Oh, that's a, oh, like someone set you up. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Not like you went to oh. a matchmaker. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I've heard about that though. Oh, like but elite like, matchmaking. Yeah, I think match, it, I yeah. think personal matchmaking is like great if you like know someone who knows right. two people. Yeah, no, great. I've been set up with people. That's like great. Yeah, yeah. it's like actually like nice because they kind of know. Yeah, you both, and they don't have like an incentive. Yeah, yeah, and they wanna they wanna feel like they had a part in your love story, yes. so they can feel good so about I can themselves. Appreciate your marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on. This oh was so God, much fun. Thank you. Everyone follow Liz at Feminist Fabulous, like feminist and fabulous. Yeah. Thank yes. you. This is so much fun. It flew by. Yeah. Time flies. All right, guys. See you next week on Betch Left. Okay, bye. Bye. Batches.